Okay, everybody, welcome to the Grubcast. Uh, you know, today we're going to talk about a little Italian. Italian. Boom. Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, love Italian food. Um, it's, it's like one of our guilty pleasures. It's uh, hard to find food, you know, that we like. And I think, you know, one of the earliest memories I have was um, a, a really, you know, Italian, delicious Italian. God, I'm trying to think about what that was. <laughs> It's funny because you started off with saying we love Italian. I don't even know that we love it anymore. No, I absolutely do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the earliest memories of it, though. Might have been uh, that spot back off of uh, Pico Boulevard. What was the name of it? Il Fornaio. Oh, no, no, no. Il Fornaio was in Beverly Hills. We went there a couple times. Oh, that was cool. really nice. Um. um what was, the, what was that place that was right there? I know people? what you're talking about. And Manning. Yeah, we used to go there all the time. Yeah. And I, I, how, I bet I, you're still there. How sad I do not remember that. Yeah, I don't remember. I doubt it's there. Okay, anyways, uh, the, like in the 90s, we started going to places in L.A. And um, right before we went to Italy, in the 90, mid-90s, we went to, to uh, Ritz-Carlton out in the desert. Oh. And I remember walking up to the buffet at the Ritz-Carlton. It was it was brunch. It was brunch, yeah. And I walked up to this this you know this uh, tin this uh, heating pan full of these round like the size of a donut, or maybe a little bigger, like the size oh, of a yeah. uh, cinnamon roll. Yeah. And it was just all you saw was marinara sauce and a little bit of parm, you know, kind of grated parm on top. And I saw it and I was like, okay, I don't even know what that is, but I'm gonna get it. I'm just gonna throw it on my plate. Mm-hmm. And I put it on there and I saw. I ended up finding out that it was squid ink pasta. Yep. It was pitch black, right? And on top, it had this marinara sauce that was absolutely delicious. And I remember loving it. Mm-hmm. So I go to, we go to Italy. We fly, I meet you there. You're on a business trip. And I, I, you fly into, we fly into Paris. Yeah. But this time though, I've got, I was sick. I got sick the week before. And I was fighting the whatever it was, the flu. Flu, yeah. And I get over there, and my when I get off the plane in in, in France, I'm lost, of course, because I don't know. You know, we have no. This is no, this is before cellular phones, <laughs> and if there's cellular phones, it was only good in America. So I remember standing in the airport, sweaty, from carrying luggage that you had me bring because you needed me to bring a bag to meet you for the next leg of the trip, and I also. Um, needed to bring my own clothes and I'm, and they, and incidentally the travel agent that sold us all this lot said that we'd be fine and it was going to be fresh weather. And the fresh weather was meant that it was going to be, you know, warmish, you know, seventies. Well, it wasn't. Well, that was, it was sixties. Okay. So I get out the plane. I'm a little sick. My ear is, I can't hear out of my ear. So I'm in an airport. I hear woom, woom. I see the, the the word sortie, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> Everyone's smoking like a chimney, and I can't hear out of one ear. And you're looking for me. I don't even remember how we coordinated. Well, we just when I booked it. I mean, I booked it so that we both landed in. No, I don't mean that. From I don't know how we found each other. Because uh, I went. Looking for you. I knew where you were going to get off, and I went okay. looking for you. Well, you found me there, yeah. hapless. Um, 
uh, sad, like a like a like a discarded, you know, uh, canine. <laughs> and I was there like a like a sad puppy, uh, deaf in one ear, sweaty, sick, and lost. Okay, now how does this tie to our wonderful? Well, I just wanted to give a little, you know, a little, you know, information beforehand so you understand how bad off I was. So I we go, we get on the train from uh, Paris to Venice. And uh, we, it was a sleeper, right? But I'm already sick. Or I'm coming down off being sick. I was kind of getting better. Yeah, because we were, I mean, we spent a couple of day, a few days in Paris. And yeah. Then, and it was cold and it was it clammy. It was like 40, 50. It was not. I'm wearing shorts. I know. It was not fresh. I'm night. sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was your basic nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 uh, we get on the train to Venice. And it's a sleeper car. So we were locked in a room with a bunch of other foreigners. I honestly don't want Travelers. No, we weren't. No, we, no. There were bunks. But it was only two. No. There wasn't two of what? Two other people. Like okay, two other well, bunks. If I recall correctly, it seemed like a family was in there. Little babies, little kids. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Yeah. We were locked in this little <laughs> sleeper car. There's, there's four or five, six people in there. And I remember waking up the next morning and I was sicker, <laughs> sicker than I had probably ever been on a vacation ever. So we, we arrive in Venice and I'm, you know, I'm sick and hungry and tired. And we stop off at a place, the first little place we could find, walk in and we start talking and whatever, trying to, in our, you know, our very rudimentary base, uh, basic Italian and Spanish because we figured, well, it's Romanesque. They're going to be able to uh, maybe sort it, it out. It worked. Yeah. And we uh, we asked for, we saw squid ink pasta on the menu. So I ordered it. Uh, they brought it in. And to me, all it was was regular white pasta in a black sauce. Kind of a the squid ink sauce. You're right. Mm-hmm. So it didn't have the, the, the aesthetic of the one I'd had in the Ritz Carlton. Mm-hmm. And, and incidentally, we had been going to this place. Uh, what was the name of that place on the corner of Centinella and Venice Boulevard? Remember that place? And yeah, it was a big restaurant. Oh, it's now a coffee roaster. Honestly, I don't remember the name of it. Was, um, it wasn't that good. No, the food wasn't that good, but it was a nice place. Yes. Interesting place. Yeah. So we had all these references to what we thought we were going to get. And we went over to uh, Italy. And it was just a different thing. You know, granted, we didn't. we don't know if we went to the best restaurants. We went to uh, little cafes and things like that. We did go to a couple of restaurants. No, no, yeah, fantastic. we we ultimately did in Rome, uh, and, in Florence, and in Venice. yeah, yeah, and in Venice. But I'll be honest with you, the only thing there was only a couple of dishes in Rome that really resonated that I remember. Specifically, the the time we went to that place that was uh, what was the the um, Alfredo's? Yeah, was that Alfredo's? Yeah, and it was in Rome. Yes. You know, speaking of which, speaking of a, a great places, experiences we had in Rome, we went to, a, we were looking for some different food, and we went to a place that was a Chinese food restaurant, like the Golden Dragon or something like that. Oh, yeah. And we get in there, and the, you know, everyone's Chinese, the owners are there, all Chinese, and they're speaking perfect Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect Italian. I mean, it's like weird to, to see. It was it, for well because you know we're ignorant and we go over there and we just had never seen 
we'd never I, I'm, I'm going wow I mean, they're, I know, they're so impressed. Their accents oh were God, perfect. It sounds so you know, good. <laughs> it was amazing. But they probably, you know, were born there, lived there. Who knows? But their their Italian accents were amazing. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was it really blew my mind though because I was expecting something else, and then it, the the perfect Italian came out, and I was like, uh, you know, not that it's it's a it's a an aberration or anything to have people speak other languages, but it was just the quality of the accent. It was like they were born there. You know, they, they grew up there. Yeah, they would speak perfect Chinese. Perfect, but. perfect. <laughs> but I was just, you know, I was taken aback. Yeah. I'm not used to it. Uh, this is 1995, incidentally. So uh, we have all these experiences. There was actually a point, unfortunately, we were in Florence, and I there was a point where I just could not eat. I could not eat at all. In fact, I'll I could, you know, I could not even, Florence. I could not even swallow my own saliva. It, That's how bad it was. It was Venice. It was Venice. Were they called the doctor? I called. I the thought doctor. that was Florence. I called the doctor. It was in Venice. No, you were okay. out of it at this point. You were like so distraught over the fact that you, your throat was so closed down. It was. It, w- it was so closed, and it wasn't closed in a way that. I mean, it was closed uh, by swelling. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the pharmacy, and they said Maldigola. Yeah, I was gonna you know, say, did you go? Because no, I remember going to the pharmacy because oh, everything okay. they had that cross everywhere. Yeah, you know. yeah. But I remember being completely distraught. You brought the, the doctor in at some point in the hotel. They came and they told me I had a bad throat. I went and got lozenges. Yeah, that was the best they could do <laughs> in 1995. Okay. And throughout the trip, I remember not being able to eat and having to watch you eat because of my throat. And I was like, oh, this is so good. And you're like, yeah. Oh, well. uh, yeah. <laughs> I said, big friend is what I said. Yeah. And I remember we, we did get a, a chance, though. I don't, I don't know if I'd gotten better or not, but I remember being at Alfredo's in Rome and uh, being able to eat something. And then when I finally got to eat something, I got to eat uh, a salad. That they had there, and a simple Italian salad. Well, you were also at this point, you know, we'd already been in in Europe for I don't know a while, a while, a week at least. Yeah. And, and me, me more, yeah. So yeah. I remember at this point, you were like, "I need some roughage." Why? Yeah. I mean, we can't seem to find any just like fresh, just raw yeah, vegetables. Yeah, everything was what cooked. What we're used to, we're used to salads and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But everything was cooked. Yeah. So you're like. I need a salad. I just need some roughage. And yeah. and we did. We did get a very in, an incredible salad. It was incredible. And it's funny and, and, that you say it's incredible because it's probably just the most basic. It, it, absolutely. <laughs> but it was delicious. And it was and so much so, I mean, you're going to think it's a joke. I'm going to tell this story. I We eat the salad. We gobble it down. And then we order another one because I wanted I, it. was so good to you're me. You're like, I need another one. So we get the, we order the, the salad and the chef comes out and says, you're from California. <laughs> This is, I mean, this is 1995. Things have changed probably, but back then. It so, was amusing. It was amusing because I couldn't believe the guy came out and he's like, California. You're from California. Yeah. We're like, oh my. It sounds like a joke. Really? Something out of a movie. I know. Yeah. But it absolutely it happened. But, the, but I don't know. I mean, I know you had a, you were struggling in Venice, but I, we had one of the best meals ever in Venice, which was, um, oh my God, what's the name of the damn place in venice yeah oh like la, la, la oh la now was i i think i was able to eat there you were you had a fantastic meal yeah it was you know a, a fish it was a beautiful i don't know if it was red snapper i can't remember but it was a beautiful fish dish and pasta it was fantastic it was so good that um what is that the dog oh the dog is scratching himself <laughs> Come on, guy. Um, in which case, the uh, la, there was a place called La Conda Montin. Yeah. 
and you had been recommended this. Um, yes, you had been recommended this One of my by a coworker, mm-hmm. and 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 it was. I mean, we did the whole thing back then. We did the gondola ride. We went to, um, what is it, uh, Murano? Murano. Oh, yeah. For the glass story. factories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we went and did the tour. We went mm-hmm. on the gondola. We went... Um, oh, to, oh, no. You mean the gondola was in Copenhagen? It wasn't, no. It wasn't just a regular... Oh, you know, we went to... Okay. So, we go over there, and uh, we go into La Conda Montin, and it was the most memorable, crazy place that I... I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. Everything you'd want in an Italian... Uh, first visit to a restaurant. I mean, everything that you'd want in the aesthetic. I remember walking in. Okay, so we we um, we were you know Venice is a water town. All the streets are water. And I remember being you know the way that it's designed. Obviously, it was designed millennia ago. You know, I mean, hundreds of years ago. And the the way that it, because it's all water streets, the little walkways in between the buildings is very narrow. It's all little bridges, little pathways. And the when you look at La Conda Montin, the entrance is very minimized. All you saw was a little, like a little hanging sign. You am very tiny. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't even rem- remember the sign. It's like, I remember us struggling to find the place. You know, I, I'm like, um, because we knew it was around there and just trying to find it was difficult. Because everything looked the same. Like you would never know that this place existed when you're walking down that Never, street. never. And I, I don't even remember. I mean, I remember walking up this stone pathway, running along the water. And a very, very nondescript door. And then a little sign. And we're like, we're not even sure. We're looking in the right place. Mm-hmm. We go through the entrance and you come into this beautiful, very narrow dining area. With a bar to the right, and it was all wood. Yeah. And wow, I can't remember. I mean, I am surprised you remember all the detail. Yeah. I can't remember all. I just remember yeah. it being small. It was narrow. Uh, yeah. A narrow strip, and on the left side, just a few tables. I'm I'm, I'm remembering maybe six yeah. tables. Yeah, I remember it being small. I don't. Know. Yeah. To the right, this long bar that ran the length of the building of this restaurant, the interior, and then it opened up into this atrium. Yes, this courtyard in the, the back. This very narrow courtyard that had this. Uh, atrium style, you know, uh, lattice yeah. across the roof, and on the the ceiling of this, it was all bougainvillea, yeah, like a, a Barbara Karstens or a San Diego red, one of those kind of those that color of bougainvillea, just mm-hmm. interwoven in this this canopy of of mesh. Yep. And then we we were, it was like it was lunchtime, right? Our time, like. But the problem is that there pretty much is their breakfast. You know, noon. No, their lunchtime is is three. After their siesta, right? Something yeah. I don't know. It's I think it's it's, it's definitely hours. it's definitely the hours are different. Mm-hmm. So we're there. I think we're in an odd odd period of the time. I mean, for them, for us, it's lunch. Mm-hmm. To them, it's like oh, we're, you know, we're still sleeping. <laughs> I don't I don't know. So, um, we go in there and have a fantastic lunch out in the back area in the open. Uh, under these, under the beautiful canopy, mm-hmm. had a nice meal that I remember. The glass of wine, yep. fantastic ambiance, amazing, yeah. everything. That was one of the highlights of the trip, mm-hmm. by because I was not s- sick as I could have been during that trip. Which is what I'm trying to remember, because I'm like, you were sick, you well, were yeah. sick, but maybe it was like 
the second, it was a window. second or third day after you started yeah. to feel a little bit better. And, and that's the problem, if I recall correctly. It seemed like that, that whatever it was, it, um, it was a punisher. Because it, it, made, it got real sick, and then you, it backed off. And then right when you were about to enjoy yourself again, you got sick again. Boom. And then you're just you're there, laying there, suffering. The craziest part was, too, for me, is like, oh, no, he's going to get me sick. But I, ref- I didn't get sick. Yeah. Somehow or another, yeah. I didn't get sick. Yeah. And I'm like the shocker because, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you and I weren't together. Yeah, yeah. So... I don't know. You managed it. You were, you, you, yeah, you did. Hell no, I'm not going to. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so that was our experience. I mean, we kind of had like a a, a love, a love affair with Italian food, kind of, you know, all these different places in LA. Went to Italy, was uh, fairly disappointed in some of the things because I expected, I expected it to be exponentially better. Um, But it wasn't. But but it wasn't. And uh, are you talking to that, Mike? Okay. And, then also finding out we kind of went to the wrong places in some cases. Well, and also it didn't help that you were sick because I was enjoying my meals. Yeah. You weren't enjoying them as much, but yeah. that's because you are you were still fighting the sickness. So I don't think you got yeah. to truly enjoy it. I remember there was a point, though, in one restaurant that I remember being, I don't know where it was now that I'm thinking about it, it but I remember sitting outside with you. You're, I mean, you're doing your very best to enjoy your trip, and you as you should have been. Mm-hmm. And I remember seriously sitting there with a napkin in my hand, spitting in into a paper towel. It was Venice. <laughs> because I couldn't swallow my own saliva. I know. And, I laugh about it now. Yeah. And I'm sorry. But yeah, I do and, remember. And I'm going, oh my God. I go, I'm not letting him ruin my trip. I'm yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I'm trying not to, but at the same time, I'm looking for sympathy. I know. <laughs> because I, I simply was in agony. I know. Whilst in this beautiful locale, and, now here's you were a trooper though. I mean, like you would still go everywhere, even though you were you were still coming with me every. I don't know that I could do that today. No. I don't. I don't. At in my age and my certain current condition, I do not believe that I could <laughs> uh, slog along with you whilst uh, carrying uh, your luggage, my luggage, and 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 really the clothes that I brought were completely inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, shorts and t-shirts. yeah, shorts and t-shirts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then so, so that is our trip to Italy, and um, our experience with Italy Italian food is that we love all the Mediterranean style food, which kind of overlaps in ingredients, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we came to San Diego just after, in the oh, yeah. two or three years later. Yeah, and did we find any Italian food? You know, that we loved. No, that, huh? No, not that we loved. Not until when? When did we find uh, Villa Capri, for example? Oh, gee. Last five years, right? Yeah, that's recent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What were we doing before? Because I don't think we were even doing anything while we were here. Or even in Oceanside. We were not not. eating much Italian. Yeah. We found a couple places in Vista. um, What what was that? Places on the coast. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like in... um, uh, Solana Beach, um, Encinitas. We found Carlsbad. Okay. We found places there. We would yeah, go to. but that was l- l- how long ago was that? I don't know. I mean, when we first moved here, we were in La Costa. We found places that were just around that yeah. area, but it was obviously not memorable enough to where oh, yeah. gotta go back, gotta go back. Then we went to Vista and found Chow and something. It's two restaurants within it. I can't remember. Right, Chow. It's in on Vista on uh, Vista Village Drive. 
don't, yeah. I don't know where it is. It's at the far end. It's it's yeah. not like right in the heart of Vista where yeah. all the restaurants are. No. And, you know, and now that I'm thinking about it again, I've, I've even not given any credibility or any kind of acknowledgement to Sorrento's in Culver City. Well, that's, yeah, that's. Well, that's, that's kind of the root of it. For, for me. For us, yeah. For me. You were talking about restaurants, but yeah, you and I used to go to um, Italian markets and eat food from there. So yeah. Sorrento's and Bay Cities. Yeah. Well, more so Sorrento. I mean, certainly Bay Cities, mm -hmm. but absolutely more so for Sorrento for me. Well, yeah, that was right around the corner from you. Yeah. So. And that place I grew up, that was a, they were from Italy. They had an import store that I grew up going to with regularity. Yeah. And actually thought about opening up a similar store myself later on in life. I was like, you know, that that's what I want. Yeah, I want that you variety. Miss, you miss, I think that was, we did have those discussions yeah. when we came to San Diego. Yeah. Because we're like, Before the children. we need a place like this. And we, over here in San Diego, we did not have Just, anything. No, no. And, and there was a place in, uh, in South Bay off of aviation that my brother used to go to quite a bit too. I know. Another, it was one of those names like... Um, Avantis or something like that. I never around the corner of Aviation and uh, PCH or one, yeah, like right there. So, anyways, uh, so but the, but the Sorrentos was like a, an integral part of my life because that's we always ordered things from there. Always with parties. I remember being in high school at some point. Uh, Sorrentos made sandwiches and sold them to the school. Yep, had we those for to, lunch. We used to love. We had decent food at our high school. Because they did sell Sorrentos and they had the best cinnamon rolls. Um, Where? Also at the high school. I remember. Cinnamon like at, rolls? At break, we would go get it. Um, I don't remember those. Oh, yeah. Maybe I was too poor. <laughs> those are for only fancy people. Like you. Got it. <laughs> but those uh, those Sorrento sandwiches were was like they had, you know, salami and they had a little, they did an incredible, uh, I don't know, again, it sounds incredible, it sounds stupid now that I'm saying it, it's incredible. They made their own bread and then they would take the, They'd make the uh, this very light, watery kind of tomato sauce, like yeah. a puree, like and it was seasoned. They made like a, it wasn't like a marinara. It wasn't cooked. It was a fresh tomato sauce, and it probably had like a little vinegar in it, yeah, maybe a little it oil. Cooked at all? And it wasn't. I no, I don't think so. And uh, they would put that in the sandwich. Yeah, it's like a dressing. Like a dressing, mm -hmm. and they'd put your 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 standard meats. Uh, you know, the, you wanted the combo, the cold yeah. cut combo with yeah. salami and with and little cheese, and, and, and they were just lovely. And then you could go in there and ask for. Uh, they had sourdough rolls. Yep. I I sometimes would ask for the sourdough roll, and then you'd ask for extra sauce so it would sop into the bread. Yeah. So that was the origins of my Italian experience, and then. Um, we had we did that in the '90s with all the Italian restaurants. I know there was there was a plentiful around the area, in where we were living. Mm -hmm. And then we came to San Diego, and I don't recall anything that's specific yeah. up until recently, yeah. up in the last five years since you know doing Grub Enthusiast, uh, going to um, the spot on the on the coast which we like. I'm trying to think of the name now. Bonaparte. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then to uh, Villa Capri in Poway. Mm -hmm. That's a must. Again, you know, if you're looking for a up up scale contemporary joint like recent n different more of a locals place very nice in a strip mall in a strip bistro, mall but the foods out of the out of this world if you like uh now again you know it sounds stupid i was about to say it a minute ago i when i was uh the kids were little i remember uh finding I was, well, the kids loved garfield at some point you know the cat and i remember watching the movie garfield with uh was it bill murray i don't know and i from watching it with them I started realizing that the cat, his favorite dish was lasagna. Mm -hmm. 
And so every time I eat lasagna, I always think I can't really? do it again. <laughs> but I love lasagna. It's one of my favorite dishes. No, and I and everywhere I go, I try lasagna. It's just it's such a substantial, uh, it's flavorful. Like your, it's like your staple Italian. It's like, like they, they need to have a good lasagna. They need to have a good lasagna. It's absolutely a must. And and if it's done correctly, I trust you. And it needs to be a meat sauce lasagna with you know not. Oh yeah, vegetarian. was there another way? Yeah, people do vegetarian. Oh no, no. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's a a common thing, but no, no. I don't I don't even acknowledge that. Yeah, I don't even like acknowledge. It. Oh, if if it doesn't have meat sauce in it and 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 all that uh cheese and the <laughs> don't bother. Don't talk to me. So, uh we went to Villa Capri and had an incredible one. Incredible to the point where they would come to the table. They they have a bowl of of grated, I mean a giant bowl. I'm talking about, you know, 10 inches around this bowl. And with a big old spoon, and he'll just keep going with that parm until you stop him. Mm. That's the kind of vibe I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, Buona Forchetta, Villa Capri, uh, a, a few years ago went to, uh, to um, his name is Looney. Uh, he used to, I met him at a place called Zinke down by the airport in San Diego. And uh, they had an incredible breakfast, like a French fusion. And he moved over to Seneca. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's that's the, the general manager, or at least was a couple of little while ago, mm -hmm. uh, of Seneca in the Intercontinental Hotel in San Diego. 16th floor. This place... How do you remember all that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I'm kind of, it's kind of my job, actually. <laughs> um, it's incredible looking. The place is incredible. They, they, they even have a speakeasy. Because when you go oh, yeah, up, yeah, when you go up yeah, in the elevator, to the right, they have a, a set of doors that don't are nondescript. Yeah. And then there's a, the left, you go out into the to the uh, restaurant itself. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is you end up in this incredible looking uh, room with polished copper ceiling. I don't even know how much that costs to clean. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. And oh. from that room, it has an, a beautiful view of the harbor. Yes. Where you get to see the in and outgoing uh, uh, pleasure cruises. Right. What do they call those? The Queen cruise. something? I don't know. You know, the... Cruises. Yeah, the, what do they call that? What's the big company, though? The big company? Yeah, the big one that does all the... Dude, I don't take... Princess Cruises? cruises? That, yeah, that sounds about Does that right. even exist? I don't know. I don't think that exists. It did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe back in the 80s. I don't know. <clears throat> and you get a great view of the boats and the harbor on a nice day. And then if you go the opposite direction, the opposite through the restaurant, you end up on this open patio with a canopy. And you feel like you're in uh, some Beverly Hills restaurant in the 80s. That's what it feels like to me. It has this white and green canopy, and it's it's very reminiscent of a different time. It is reminiscent of, of I mean, I don't. I don't want to say the Beverly Hills Hotel, but so, I don't know. Well, that that's the vibe I have too. I have I have I have a vibe of that of that area. Yeah, yeah. It's that it's the green and white that really green and white drags me into it. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe even a Palm Springs kind of thing from the past. But this restaurant though feels like at least in parts, not where the those canopies are. But yeah, the little inside part where they have the wood fires oven and all that. That feels like you're in a ship. Right, like in a like basically being on the Titanic. It's like that to me, honestly, has the vibe of that corner where the kitchen where they grill the meats mm -hmm. uh, of a churrascaria. 
That's what it has because it well, has. Now I'm talking about the decor, that the the wooden floors and the the copper ceilings and all that. That's I feel like I'm on this old school huge, you know, um, ship. Ship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. It does have that. It's that very, maritime, very, very maritime feel. Yeah. They have like, I remember. It, yeah. It, copper. Copper. Copper ceiling. Wood. Wooden floors, floors. Like a deck. The, the seats were. Are brass. Are they brass, brass no? but with leather, but it just made it look very... Yeah, no, they, they were shooting I'm for something I'm, like I'm that. I'm pulling this up. They are definitely shooting for oh, a, yeah. it was, a maritime it was, it vibe. It was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Listen to this guy. He, he's, he wants there. to chime in. Okay, well, yeah. Hey, Moose. Welcome oh. to the party. Okay, go to... Uh, type in Seneca and then look at the pictures and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's got these very, very wooden um, and green leather seats everything yeah this looks very much like you're on a on a cruise ship like old-timey and i and i don't even know because i don't go on cruises i'm like one of those people that is terrified to be on a cruise i've heard so many good stories about him too and i've heard so many horrific i don't know how when you say that let's say uh, relatively speaking though What's the percentage of negative stories to good stories? Oh, it's half. That's I why. don't believe that. Oh, for me, of the let me, people let me, I've talked to, let me say half. this way. Okay, how many stories have you actually heard? Let's be honest. I don't, I don't no, I mean count them. You got to know. I mean, ten stories, five stories, eight stories, 20, 27 stories. You heard twenty-seven stories. I don't know, but see, let's say this to way: me, more All, than a handful is plenty. I don't. No, I understand. Know. I understand. But in the the complete amount of of ships that are going out and coming back. And the amount of people that I know who've spoken to me about ship stories yeah. or the ones that I've seen on the news, mm-hmm. I, I imagine those are just a, 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 a fraction of a fraction of the actual stories that could be told about sure. ships. So, yeah, you've heard 0.000% of 1% of a story of, of all the stories that happen on ships. And you're like, nope, no way. Not the whole thing is, is tainted. Though yeah, I, uh, not who, to mention, I don't like... The thought of being in this little idiot. Okay, you room. know what? Again, this we can't get. This is not the uh, the V consultation hour. I can't <laughs> go over your your fears and <laughs> all that. Uh, but you know, Seneca though does have that maritime theme that must tie into the to the did ships. You, did you no, no, I've seen. Picture? I remember it. Okay. And I, I, it's really cool. If you want a very, uh, you know, opulent, I'd say the word is opulent. Um, kind of a heart-to-heart vibe, you know, like... Unique experience oh, yeah. and a yeah. tie-in joint. This is it. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. And the food... Okay, so uh, table side mozzarella. They make it right there at the table side. And then we had a dish that was served with uh, the mozzarella, these toasts, and then they put uh, prosciutto de parm. And it oh, was... Yeah, you can add... Uh-huh. And it was absolutely crazy. Yeah. Delicious. And we had some of the dishes that were equally good. I had no, no... Uh, anything disparaging to say about the place? Love it, but there's also some more um, main, you know, main places down in Little Italy down there that that are you know more known because I was on the elevator up and I was talking to the person next oh, to me, yeah. and they were saying, yeah, oh, across the street, oh, that's you know, way better. But the vibe here is incredible. Yeah, and the, I don't the know vibe, the view, it, it the, the just the ambiance oh, it's an experience. Beautiful, it's an experience. Yeah, no matter where you sit in the restaurant, you're gonna have an experience. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Shout out to Looney. So, um, but you know the the other place that uh, we went to the seat. So there we talked about all the Italian that we're familiar with, and then we have a new place, not new maybe to the world, 
and not not new really to us. I mean, we've seen it. We've oh, I've, well, I've been into the market. Absolutely. Yeah. We've been. We used to go. We we actually still go to Houston's in Irvine. That is the first time I've ever seen it. What? North. No, the, we went to um, North in uh, Century City. Isn't there one in Century City? Not to my knowledge. So, am I mixing it up? Well, the one that I'm, the, I think the place that I've been to last was Italy, E A T L Y. Oh, maybe that's and what I'm. Yeah, Italy was the, or is, I don't know if it's still there. I hope it's still there. It was the uh, cultural, Italian cultural store in Century City, Los Angeles. Okay. That place had, you know, candy, a candy shop and a, all the imports and all the they make food there. It it was cool too. That was a few years ago. You're right. It's Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Italy. So first time I ever seen North was uh, we made a visit to Houston's in Irvine off of uh, Jamboree, okay. and we're and you have to pass North to get to Houston's, and I'd I'd seen it, but you know I've always feared, uh, I always have the same misgivings about any new experience, right? I'm always wondering when you have a large location with a large staff and class A rent and it's a big facility, I am always wondering if it's more about the flash than the substance of the experience. See? So um, I like to go places and sit, but I'm not really interested in being seen per se. It's not, this is not a, uh, this is not a hang for me. This is about the food. Don't get me wrong. I love ambiance. I'm a big fan of ambiance. It's a, it's actually requisite yeah. to, to have a, a completely satisfying experience. Because if you said, I'm going to give you the most amazing Italian food you've ever had. The most amazing. More authentic than Italy. But we're going to serve it in one of those shipping containers. Okay. In, um, in a rough neighborhood. I'd be like, hmm. You know, is it dark in the shipping container? Is there a window in the shipping container? See, uh, it, it would have to have some, uh, you know, something to see, something, some visual, some view, you know, I, something. If it's so delicious, I can overlook a lot. Well, I'll just say it to you that if I had a lot of obstacles to get to my food, I'm, I'm probably not going to go. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. yeah. Obstacles to yeah. get in there to sit down and eat it. Yes. Well, you know, like I said, I mean, if it's extremely unattractive. And I and I've been to some very extremely unattractive places that have good food. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm just saying if you're if you're coupling the the experience of let's say great cocktails, great service, uh, beautiful locale, good view, you know, televisions, um, uh, you know, something to see. I don't want to stare at an ugly wall while I eat my food. I want to have something to stimulate me, right? So I've always wondered and feared when I go to restaurants, is this about the, the view, the, the, maybe the people that hang there, you know, the, the pretty people that are, are, are sitting there and having a cocktail or the, the pretty servers or the fantastic view of, of a coastline or is it about, you know, the reputation? Someone says, oh, well, this, this place is better because it's more expensive. You know, I'm not interested in any of that. I, I'm interested in food first, then ambiance. Well, wait, let me put it back. Food first, beverages second, third service, 
fourth ambiance. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. So I'm always afraid that a lot of places, especially when they are large, that they're going to go ambiance first. They're going to have a completely different uh, arrangement of my expectations. Yeah. And that's not what I'm about. You know what I mean? So we, I saw North. And having had some recently good and delicious Italian food, I was skeptical. You know, that's why we never gone into uh, North up in Irvine. We never took that tour. on the many we occasions. Knew, we knew that you know you love Houston's. We know mm-hmm. what we're going to get. It's always good. There's never been a bad experience at Houston. So no, you've no. never been willing to risk and say, well, "Hey, I'm going to go spend my money at North." And well, look, if I'm going to spend two hundred dollars, okay, I really want to know that I'm going to have a good experience. Yeah. Okay, and I know that if I have a choice between Houston's Irvine, which is my Aesthetic, ideal, okay? Uh, Food-wise, coupled with great experience, great service, uh, just a a completely relaxed, uh, mature. That's a good word. Mature vibe. You know what I mean? I don't mean old. I just mean sophisticated. um, A little, um, you know, relaxed, uh, service-forward experience i go for houston's every time no no question there's no comparison to me if you said look we can have go to north you can go to any of these places right here close to houston's or go to houston's it's houston's all day all day mm-hmm. because when i go in there i don't know why and i've mentioned this before i don't know why but when i go in there i just know that i'm not going to be disappointed yeah okay I don't know what can happen. Maybe something interesting can happen. But I'm going to say, even if uh, they make a mistake, they're going to make me feel good about it. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? They're going to make me feel good about it. I mean, I'm going to hearken back to an old story. But we started going to Houston's in um, 1993 with my mother. And we'd gone, we were going regularly for years while we were in LA. So let's figure... From 93 to 97 when we left, we were going there regularly. And it, it was just a great experience off of Rosecrans. It's no longer there, unfortunately. The Rosecrans no. of Houston's is gone. But Really? It's gone. Yeah. And um, I, I loved the it. The one though. in Century City has gone too, right? I believe so. And I'm, I'm not gone. sure, but the one in... We should check it out. Yeah, I'm going to look. The, they used to have one in Century City. They had one in uh, on Manhattan Beach and Rosecrans. They had one in Irvine. They had one in Pasadena. Well, Pasadena. I think that's still there. And they also had one in um, what was it called? Oh, Santa Monica Boulevard. At wow, they are all gone. They only have um, Irvine and Pasadena. That's it. Man. Yeah. So Santa Monica, Century City, El Segundo. Bummer, dude. All gone. That sucks. Which is surprising because it's so good. And we used to go to the one in Century City all the time. That and El Segundo. You know, restaurants are weird, um, especially in L.A. I mean, L- L.A. has a culture of, of just replacing stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why when you think about uh, Musso and Frank, Musso and Frank's up in, in um, Hollywood or, um, you know, something like that. You just wonder, how did they manage? How did you survive? Mm-hmm. You gangster. Yeah. That's, that's it. 
I don't even know if Valentino's there anymore. Remember Valentino on Pico? Pico Boulevard at like uh, Centinella? You know, it kind of went through that little area under the freeway there. Valentino? I don't think that's... Check that out. I want to find out. Oh, I had always wanted to go in there. Oh, man. Okay, so... um, But North concerned me. It always did. It's been... I mean, we've been going there five years. Uh, and We'd seen it every time we pass. I just was like... I don't know if I'm ever going to get in there. And when you said, let's go over there uh, to this place in Del Mar Heights, San Diego, our son was playing uh, tennis down the street. We'll leave him. We'll go check out this place. Valentino's not there. What? <laughs> Closed. Jeez. All right. Good. Mm. Yes. So he was, he was over there playing. Mm-hmm. We were down the street at the Del Mar Heights Mall, and we kind of were doing some investigation. We're going to go have some lunch. So what should we do? Well, we, there's lots of cool places right in this mall. I mean, it's nothing more than a snack shop, donut place. I think they have boba. Uh, they had like uh, breweries and what else? Oh, this clothing stores. Everything. Everything. No, it's but got it's, clothing. But, it's got um, a, a theater. Well, I'm, what I'm talking about is not just the Delmar Heights Mall, but the extended part. Okay, that's different. That's what called, is that called? It's called. One paseo? Okay. Let me look it up. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Well, that place is in the yeah. development. One paseo. It's in development. And I we'd gone there a few years ago, passing by. I think we were going to someplace in the in the Delmar Heights Mall. They used and, to have a champagne bakery there. I didn't see it oh, this really? time. Oh. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, I don't know. You can't close those. <laughs> I used to go there for champagne bakery when I worked near there. So Yeah. I'm yeah. sick of this. You know, restaurants, you know, the thing about uh Places like there should be staples. And maybe the businesses aren't, you know, people go, they change their mind. They have different tastes. You know, they move on to something else. You know, they, they take what is uh, an immaculate French patisserie, like uh, Champagne Bakery, and they put a boba shop in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or uh, uh, what is that place called? The donut? That, that rice cake donut? Um, Mochinet. Yeah. It's insulting. Shut up. I love mochi. No, no, I don't mean mochi net. I mean that you would change it out for a, you know, a cronut store. Don't take a French patisserie with, with quiche, uh, pomfrey, uh, you know, je suis, uh, quiches. I mean, I said that quiche. Uh, croissant, right? I think they make Macron. Okay. You're going to replace that. With a mochi nut? Really? Really? That's that's where our tastes have gone? Yeah. Jeez. Insulting. So. Crazy. I'm looking up Champagne Bakery. Location. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's one location. There's only one? I see two. I don't even see the one in Irvine that we always go to. What? How is that possible? No. Impossible. Please don't. Don't. T- I don't want to hear it. That sucks. Are you gonna t- so the one in Irvine you said? I don't know. Okay, no, where was the ones you knew that are listed there? The ones only two listed: Encinitas and Carmel Mountain. But that's like, no, that's wrong. Yeah, because there's one right there in Poway that we've gone to well, isn't recently. Carmel Mountain, the one is that Carmel Mountain? Yeah, because that's that's the one. Okay, that's right near Poway. Okay, um, if you say so. But yeah, we used to go to the one in Irvine. I don't understand how you could possibly substitute. How do you have a substitute for that? A, a wide variety, a wide array of services, right? 
and then you substitute it out for a donut shop. Don't do it. That that's wrong. That's a that's culturally we're missing out now. So let me get back to my story. We're over there at the Delmar Heights Mall, and we see this development across the street. All these little white cottages with black roofs, various types of businesses in there. And this has been going on for years, but I, I'd never gone over. And we were there this weekend or last, was this weekend? This last weekend. This last weekend. Mm-hmm. And we got a chance to stop in. And our son loves Shake Shack, which is also there. And uh, we were looking, we, I didn't want a burger. I'm just, not, you know, a Shake Shack's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I wanted something just a little different. I want to sit, you know. So we ventured into North. By the way, I had drag you into north because you did not want to go i'm not i'm not uh, denying it i oh, as i said my skepticism uh definitely prevented me from really embracing the the whole idea mm-hmm. yeah in fairness mm-hmm. you knew it was coming <laughs> i didn't expect it so much. i didn't expect you to to really be as opposed to going in as you were i'm like what are you talking about we need to do this and you're like I don't want to. And I, well, you I know mean, what? Here, well, look, let, let's say it like this. You have to be, in my opinion, in the mood for that food. Okay. And I wasn't necessarily in the mood. Secondly, um, there was lots of options, tons. Yeah, there was. And I'm, I just wasn't finding one. I wasn't, see, you know what I do? I lead with my eyes and then my stomach. Or in some cases, the stomach takes over. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, none of it added up to me. It was I wasn't like, ooh, I want a Shake Shack or ooh, I want a whatever. I just, I was, I was indifferent. That's a good word for it. Okay. I was indifferent. So. So I, I, I we got you in there. We, we, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, against my better judgment, I was forced forcibly into North. And we sidle up. And so we, 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 took a, we took a seat next to the door in a booth. Well, because we had our son with us. Yeah. But we, I really didn't want to sit there. I just yeah, didn't want to sit there. And I don't like being close the to the door like that. And a bar is usually our kind of vibe. You know, just because you can sidle up, you can, you, know, you can belly up in, some, in my case. And you can then uh, just casually order a cocktail and then let the food happen if it does or not. So as we, you know, we get up to the bar and, you know, in, in all fairness, and I'm not going, this is not me being cheeky. I'm going to say we were ignored for a couple of minutes. Uh, no, you're, you're a mistake. Okay. So tell me how that went down. Cause did I come in after you? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. tell me what happened. No, I wasn't ignored at all. Okay. Know. So you went up to the bar. Where was I? I don't know if you're washing your hands or you wanted to okay. go take a picture or go do something. Okay. Like yeah. You, all right. You left. So you go up to the bar by yourself. They're they're happy to see you apparently, and we're asking you many well, many questions. No, I mean, and, not, and then, I wouldn't say that. The woman that sat us, she, you know, she was very helpful. The two bartenders, it's as if they were waiting because they knew. I guess you weren't there either, so it took them a minute to to get us. No, that I saw it long. differently. I it saw it differently. Long. They brought you a. Uh, no, I a saw drink. it differently. I I came in, and almost the moment that I showed up, then the two bartenders, the male bartenders, were there having the, a conversation about personal business there, just there, within feet of me. But you had and already been served a, a, what a I have? Peroni. No. Yes. I don't think so. You had. 
you just hadn't been given a menu to choose for for food wise to order food. Mm. Okay, well I saw it differently. Yeah, I know, but like I said, you were in the wrong. Mindset. No, no, your no, mindset no. was already closed from. No, the listen, you, you know what in. it is. I do. I feel like this. This is just my attitude towards restaurants in general. You know what? I've chosen to come into your place and spend my money. I'm just expecting you to care about it. You know what I mean? I get you. I, I don't want you to be indifferent or I, I don't want you to be um, busy doing something else when I'm the only person sitting at the bar. I get you. I want, to, I want the two or three servers that are standing there just idly having a conversation about Whatever happened yesterday, or it's going to happen tomorrow or this weekend. And when this, in one of the cases, I heard a conversation of, "Look, I'm done here. <laughs> I'm ready to move on." That's what I heard from a, the conversation that was going on. I was like, "Oh, that's that's good. That's good news." Um, but I'm like, you know, I'm right here. Engage me. Tell me what's going on. Tell me why I'm here. Because I don't know. I'm being, you know, I'm ignorant. I come in the door. I, I'm just looking at your place. I don't know what else to expect. I want you to tell me. I want you to engage me. I want you to excite me about what you're doing. Tell me, oh, you should try this. Oh, you should try that. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, is that is that's not fair? I, no, you're expecting a lot. So. Oh, so I should be treated like a, a trucker at a, at, a, at a Midwestern gas station at 3 a.m. That's the way I should be treated? I can't even believe that you would equate okay. you. you. were not even. This was, not and this was not a busy, <laughs> this was not a busy place. This was not like a, it was rush hour or there was Granted. 40 people at yeah. the bar. It was just you and me. No wasn't but no okay. it was just you and me no, it wasn't okay how many chairs were at the bar um, 10 well there was no 10, 10 people? people sitting to the right of me okay and there were people sitting to the to the uh, no to the left of me and people sitting to the right of you so 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 let's three, say like this let me let me just well let me let me give you a compliment then when you or i are together i only have eyes for you <laughs> you're so funny <laughs> anyway. so so anyways they, they come to the thing I asked the guy, so what's up? What should I do, man? Tell me. Because I, you know, I, this is what I like to do. I want to hear from the server. And I say, what would you order? You. What would you order? for You, for you, you know this place. You've eaten here a hundred times. What do you eat? And you had a different approach. You went through the menu. I always have a different You went through the menu oh. and you selected things that you might like. Right. Okay. And, and most of the time, I would say my... my Percentage of, 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 you know, choosing the right foods is pretty high. It's you have a good batting average. Yeah, it is. No one's disputing that. Right. But you didn't want to trust my batting average this time. You well, wanted to trust the bartender. I wanted to, well, the seasoned veteran. You don't know that. No, he, he was talking like he's, this was his place. This is, you know, I work here, you know, I know the place. Okay. What's your, what is your number one? Give me something that is a visually stimulating and pot so I can take a nice photo and give me something that is delicious. That's all I request. That's all I require. Yes, is that so hard? Again, yeah, well, the problem is everybody's palate is different. And it, depending on what they say, the first thing that they say yeah. is going to be how I'm going to judge it. And so when I go to an Italian restaurant, there's certain things I won't order. Now, but bear in mind, his recommendation from from hearing his description of it was less than compelling. Absolutely. I was like, hmm. But if you're so strongly feeling it, I want to I want to taste that. I want to know what it is that you conceive of as being the number one dish in this restaurant. Again. 
I just want to when know. When they tell you what that dish is. Yeah. And knowing what that dish On, is. Well, no, let's, let's be honest. When I heard chicken parmesan, right, I've never really had it because it was something I wouldn't order because it's chicken. Now, not that I don't like chicken, but I don't go to an Italian restaurant to eat chicken. If they said veal parmesan, huh, that's like milanese. Sure. No, let's try it. But I was expecting, look, I'm just saying to you is if he so, felt so strongly about it and recommends it and it's, it's ordered so often, I want to I wanna know what you think is the number one dish here. And his first recommendation was chicken parmesan. Okay. And I had my reservations, mind you. I did go, hmm, really? They weren't strong enough. Really? Because there was a squid ink pasta on the menu, and I'm like, I want the squid ink pasta. Not that it would be any better. Then why didn't you order it then? I tried to. You said you didn't want it. You I said to I didn't want that? with his oh. recommendation. Well, look, as I said, if you are so confident that this dish is it, I want to have some. I want to know. Yeah, well, you, you, you know. Oh, I know now. <laughs> oh, I know now. So um, we, we ordered the, you ordered a salad. What was the salad? Do you recall it? Yeah, it was, um, it was called Italian Farm. Yeah, Italian Farm. Now, mind you, I, okay, first and foremost, I said I was, wanted to take some pictures, right? And <clears throat> automatically they decided to split the order for the salad and brought us two different plates, which is fine, ordinarily, but it didn't have the impact visually that it should have. If it had been all together, it would have been this pile of salad and it would have looked really good on the plate. Possibly it could have taken a nice shot. Wasn't able to, but the, but I'll tell you the salad was delicious. Now what was in the salad that was so, so amazing? Because it was like, it, it was like an antipasto salad. So it had the salami, it had the, um, okay. you know, all okay. the, all the stuff in it. Right. Good. And okay. it had the um, peppers and of course, tomatoes, cucumber. Onion, all the basics. Pepper, Got yeah. it. But delicious. Yeah. I also alone here it is spicy copa provolone. Why don't you put that microphone in your face? Pepperoncini, yeah. olives, heirloom cherry tomatoes, cucumber, pickled red onions, roasted peppers, red herb, uh, breadcrumb, oregano vi- vinaigrette. The vinaigrette was delicious. Okay. The dressing was delicious. Okay. <clears throat> so that was delicious. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Did we say it was delicious? Yes. It's, it was delicious then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I had also. When we were uh, in Italy, I think I tried Peroni, the beer, yeah. and I'd had a Peroni at the bar. Perfectly done. Yeah. Chilled, delicious, forgotten how much I like it. You had a what? Oh, I had a, um, I had a rosé. Which? A sparkling rosé. And it was very, um. It was delicious. Very, very, came in a, very good pour. Didn't oh, skimp. Yeah. Didn't skimp on the pour. No. To the rim of the glass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perfectly done. Beautiful. Uh, presentation very good but then the chicken parm came this is i at least said do not do not split that order okay thank god remember because that would have been that would have been horrific yeah i mean having them cut it down the middle and have it now so it comes it's a um flattened obviously piece of chicken not too flat like a milanese but a little thicker okay good you know what chicken parm is i didn't if you said to me what that was, and everybody's everybody's uh, perception of what that is and how to plate it is different, I would have plated it differently myself. That's just me. But um, it was that's just to me typical. That was typical. Well, see, that's the point. 
um, I guess it's a, you're making my point for me. Um, if you're going to have a facility that is of that size with all that crew in that very, very expensive rent, I'm not expecting ordinary. I'm not expecting you to um, just do something that you know somebody would do at their house. It needs to be elevated. It needs to be more, right? I don't mean more in capacity or more in quantity, but more in visual, yeah, you know, better plating, mm-hmm. you know, chef-wise, you know, chef status, we think. It didn't. It just came with a flattened piece of chicken, mm-hmm. breaded, mm-hmm. with a, a just a very thin layer, a veneer of red sauce and some cheese. And then to the left was the Rotel. I think it was Rotel. The, the rigatoni. Rigatoni. Big rigatoni in a white sauce in Alfredo, basically. Parmesan, Parmesan rigatoni. Sure. Not very visually stimulating. Kind of basic. I have to say, though, that the rigatoni did taste delicious. They're, they're delicious. The but, Parmesan, but, you know, pretty basic. I've never had chicken Parmesan. And to me, it was like a, it was, um, as they presented it, it was v- like you do that at home. I could do better here. That's my opinion. 100%. That's why I would never order it. That's why I was so okay. against you ordering it, but you were insistent. I was insistent because on the, based on the recommendation of the bartender and his confidence in it. It wasn't, he didn't question it. Yeah. He didn't I know, say, I know. he didn't say, oh, well, you know, some people but, like the veal, I mean, the chicken parmesan. It's okay. No. no. He was like, this is it. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Well, that says this is it, and you have salmon and squid ink pasta as options, and you choose chicken parm. I do not trust anything that you are going to give me. Well, you know what? You're, I'm going to have to take heed to that next time I'm at a table uh, relying on someone else's experience. Yeah. I will have to take heed because, based upon his you recommendation, had, you had options of burrata, annolini, you had squid ink, you had. Um, and bear, bear in mind, there's nothing. There's nothing to say that that would have been any better. FYI, uh, no, but it, it would have been more, pretty much. I would bet my life on it. It would have been more interesting than what I had. But you know, you have you have to take chances in life, man. And I am a, a risk taker, heartbreaker. You know it. No, I do not. Oh, <laughs> not not a risk taker. And and in the food wise, well, oh, no, I don't in like food. Th- yeah, in food, yeah. But I'm just. I'm saying, not a risk taker. In food, you are. But oh, and not in life. Yeah. Oh, let me you say. No, we don't like to gamble. Let's let's be let's say it this way. That's you. <laughs> and and secondly, if I were alone in this life, I'd probably be dead. Well, just okay. just know that. That's how risky I would ordinarily <laughs> live my life. I've saved you from death. <clears throat> or committed me to a purgatory of boringness. Come on. I'm just saying to you, you're the one characterizing this, Ace. So that's, that's yeah. Anyways, much so. Um, the, the, to me, subpar. That's what I'm gonna say. I will say subpar on the chicken parm. Absolutely. As the as far as the restaurant goes, no, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the bar. I enjoyed the seat. The the they made a good choice on their stools. Brilliant choice. <clears throat> now I have a wide on the back. I wear on my shirts. I have them embroidered. Right what? at the, on the back, right under the collar. I, I oftentimes do, and it says "wide load." Very funny. So when I when you for me, I've been to fancy dance restaurants where they have basically a stiletto heel as a chair. <laughs> okay, I've I've been to those, and and they're really meant for a different tribe of individuals. You know, the the hundred five pound cute little lady in her nice dress or slacks. <laughs> you know, that's what shit's meant for me. 
No, no. I need something robust in a chair. You know what I mean? I need it to be accommodating. This accommodated your derriere, for sure. Much like a, um, you know, a, uh, what do they call that? A um, a recliner. That that would be enough for me, is what I'm saying. Okay. Well, anyway. And this was nearly that. This was As what far they... as the, the, yeah, the seating and the, the bar was nice. Everything, visually, to me, it was all nice. Um, I had a great champagne. Okay. I had, you had great... Um, Peroni, Peroni yeah. on tap. Yeah, the bar situation loved it. I just believe if you would have maybe trusted me a little more as far as the food. Okay, well let me take it back. A, let me take it back a notch. Experience. Let me take it back a notch. Uh, from the aesthetic of the restaurant, nah, didn't do anything for me. Seemed like it was just something contrived in a, as a chain, as it is. Um, service, you know, based upon my chicken parm option, no. I mean, it brought me a beer. Good job. Um, besides that, I, I, I'm for me. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have better Italian options. Well, I mean, again, I'm just saying. Again, you didn't. No, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm talking about. Had, no, look. Let me say like this. Wanted to do like the beef carpaccio. Or let, well, like let me explain. Do. I'm not talking about just the food. I'm talking about as a whole. As a whole. Okay. I'm not talking about just the food or just the service or just the, the location. I'm talking about the whole thing. Because that's right. That's how I, I, I look at places. Yeah, but you said the food is first. Ambiance well, that's the, fourth. And you're telling me that based on, on the strength of the salad, you're willing to spend another hundred and whatever I'm dollars. Willing, based off of the um, salad and the menu, what I saw on the menu, yeah. I'm willing to go okay. back and actually okay, eat so a let's, well, let's break it down. Meal. On the, based on the food, give me a scale of one to ten. I just told you. I can't. Excellent. Okay. No, I can't. Because well, you like the salad. You said the strength of the salad the was... the strength of the salad, I would go back. On number-wise, 8 to 10, or uh, 1 to 10. About going back? Um, and, and on, on the salad. Based on the salad. Yeah, I mean... A An 8. 7.5. Okay, based on the ambiance. And be honest, because it, it was nothing special. To me, it's a good 7. Okay, and the service? Six and a half. Okay, so based on Bonifraceta. In Encinitas. Oh, that's a good me, nine. Okay. So that's option A for me better. Yeah. Uh, based upon the food uh, and the service and everything, Villa Capri. Give me a... Nine. Okay. Uh, based on Seneca in the Intercontinental Hotel. Eight. Eight. Only because there's too many obstacles to get there. Oh, no. Well, that doesn't deter me at all. Yeah, I don't like that. I have to go way down to San Diego. No, I, the I parking hear. situation. Well, you know, you can't you, you can't control locations from but your if home. You people, if you are staying in San Diego, you're vacationing, and you are or, or you live over there. Absolutely. I mean, if you're walking around over there, no. Well, let, let's 100%. Be, let's even take it a, a bit further. If you're coming to San Diego, which as a lot of people do, mm-hmm. as as a, a vacation weekend mm-hmm. or to come, you know, for yeah. a week for a conference at the whatever, and you're downtown yeah. or within, well, you're within, and if look, if you feel like uh, um, overpaying for parking, <laughs> okay, if you feel if you feel up to that, and you want a, a, an Italian experience. And if it, and and add to that the fact that it is a, um, if it's a beautiful day, oh, such yeah. a clear San yeah, Diego yeah, day, yeah, for sure. there aren't many many options other than Seneca. Now, as far as if you want to be on the ground per se, um, just, I'm just using views now. 
Costera oh, yeah. in San Diego yeah, is a great option. One. And also second to that, only for the, because it's further away from the uh, same view, but a bit further away from the view, uh, Bali High. Mm-hmm. And Bali High has a lot of great things going on, but that's just about the view. I'm sure there are many places that you can you know, view that view equally good. But yeah, those if you are want t- a view of downtown skyline at night, Costera is a great place to be. And Absolutely. High. And Bali High is okay, but it's farther. Yeah, but you know what, though? I think what makes up for it is A, our friend Desi Relator, who sings in the bar from Mon- uh, Tuesday through Thursday. Fantastic Hawaiian music. Secondly, um, the ribs that are there. And well, firstly, let's let's get to the real heart of the matter. Those Mai Tais. <laughs> those Mai Tais, you have one of those Mai Tais. And everything I mentioned before is exponentially better. <laughs> because those Mai Tais are juiceless Mai Tais. So you're getting a lot of You're getting all liquor all the time, mm-hmm. early and often. Mm-hmm. But they are amazing. They are delicious. And I wish I could make them at home. But you know what? I'd never leave home. Yeah. So, but um, but as far as Italians concerned, I have a wide variety of options. Wide. And I'm not even talking about other cities. I'm talking about just here in San Diego. North, uh, middle, and south San Diego. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, will I get back to North? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't. Well, it's think... not as convenient. But if we're ever if well, we're ever well, passing well, through well, L.A. or and, going to L.A. and we yeah. stop in Irvine, no, and you have a no, choice no. between it's not happening. <laughs> not even close. Not even a fair comparison. You you know what you just did? You just compared a day at the spa to a root canal. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. That's what you just did. I, that's an unfair comparison, but I swear to goodness, you you did it. I'm not taking any credit for that. You did it. Okay. Because Houston's is so perfect, and if you close them down, I'm going to I'm going to riot in the streets. And you only have two. There's only two left. So if you're in the, <laughs> if you like, I'm gonna say Frank Sinatra would have loved this place. It would have been frequented by the Rat Pack, and and I mean it in in the greatest sense possible. Everything is leather. Everything's plush. Everything is uh, staid and sturdy. The chairs, the you know, the 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 bar is a, a black granite or marble. The lighting is soft and subdued. It's copper on the walls. It's, it's very masculine. Stone. The vibe in there is very masculine, but a very comfortable, wonderful, you know, cigar loungy type of. I was going to say that myself. That yes, it's just. I love it. I mean, I I love that vibe. I I love everything about it. I I love that when I look up in the in the ceiling and the rafters of the building, I love that they've paid attention to the lighting. I love the fact that they have those sound dampening vertical black boards. They're they're there's these rectangular things that hang from the ceiling mm-hmm. that are meant to subdue the sound. Mm. I love that they're thinking about your experience. You know what I mean? I, I just I was talking about that it restaurant I went to recently. To went to a restaurant in Encinitas. I won't mention any names, but the acoustics were so bad. Yeah. So bad. And you don't think about that. When you think about going to a place, you don't say, Oh, hope the acoustics are good. Mm-hmm. But it was bad. That's true. It was a good restaurant too. It was good. But mm. the 
but yeah, and but it, they it's like they were jamming way too many people into a small area, and you were sitting right next to the table that you're sitting right next to. It's as if they're dining with you, that you're that close. And it's loud. That was trouble. The, the, the proximity of the people, was, the tables was definitely a concern. But the acoustics were, were paramount mm-hmm. because it was so bad that I, I was having trouble even just talking to you across this really small, narrow table. Yeah. We ended up having conversations with the people next to us because we could hear everything they're saying. Too. Well, yeah, we could hear them better than we could hear each other. That's how <laughs> weird it was. <laughs> but I mean, if you look, just come to a conclusion about North. I'm sure it has a place, okay? And I, I wish them no ill will. Uh, it's fine. Uh, they have a chain of them. There's, like I said, one in Irvine, to my knowledge, and one in Delmar Heights. I'm sure they're going to do well. But if you said to me, give me your top five Italian places that you could go to tonight if you wanted Italian food and a good, fun, relaxing evening, they're not on the list. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I think it just depends on where you are. Where, yeah, well, well if you're I don't. In that area. I don't. I, I well, no. If pushed, if you're, if you can only stay within that mall, then yeah, I'm sure <laughs> that's fine. But I'm like, you know, I mean, as we said, Seneca. I like the vibe and the ambiance far more than I think the food. The mozzarella was fun, but I don't remember being blown away by the food. I remember being blown you know away what? by I'm, the views. I'm going to assert the, the fact ambience. that maybe you were in a dowdy mood that no. day. No, the food was good. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it was. I wasn't blown oh, away I know by what, the food. I know what I was blown away by, which you don't care for. It was not your premier thing. What? That beet salad. Oh, no. That, that place actually turned me into. I finally, that and. Bona Forqueta. Yeah. Both have turned me into not despising beef. Okay, so there's two things that you remember from Seneca yeah. that were outstanding that you're not giving any credit. No, how I many give th- credit How to many it. things did we buy there? I don't know. Three or four at most? Four at least. So we're already batting a thousand. Two. Two I didn't. 50% of it. Yeah, 50%. We know are outstanding. I don't remember what else we ate. To be uh, but again, if I rem- reminded you, you'd be like, oh yeah, that was good okay, too. Okay, tell remind me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have to remember everything I ate four years ago. I don't, you know. <laughs> it wasn't that long. It, it was three years ago. At, yeah. So, but I'm going to say, in my list of tops, if you said to me, let's go to Italian at night. I'm, oh, well, yeah. the closest one to us is. No, no, forget, forget proximity. Because no, that matters. It, well, I... <laughs> That matters to me. And the food. Okay. Matter. okay from a taste wise. Yeah. Taste wise, it's going to be Villa Capri. And and that's if I want lasagna or a, a pasta, specific pasta. If I want like more. Osobuco or you want something like want, pasta sauce. Yeah. Or if I want even Pizzas. more interesting, like a pizza or, yeah. or even like um a seafoody type of thing, I go to Bonafarqueta. And Bonafarqueta and Encinitas, that was great. Yeah. And they had the most robust menu and that changes all the time. They have good Seasonal. Specials. It was great. Yeah. And it will always be great. Yeah. I don't know about the one in uh, San Marcos, but they have a new one in San Marcos that's, that's good. I've been there I, once. I, it, it, I liked it, but I, you know. Oh, I prefer Encinitas all day long, I do, by the way. Yeah. Just it's because. tiny. Yeah, different. Different. Fish. You know, more comforting, more relaxed, more beachy. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, um, so my verdict on, on North is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's that should be my rating system. Yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a a, a, grip, a, a big I zesty. I say that place though, I because I hadn't been in in years. In I didn't realize how many more that whole little shopping center, one paseo. 
There's a lot. Oh, it's bumping. It's there's it, a lot yeah. of places to eat there. And there's building going on right adjacent. But there, I saw the that I saw a couple that I would totally get by. I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. there's Shake Shack, but there was a couple a sushi. Maybe it's two sushi. It's um, sweet fin. Is that what it's sure? Called? I don't know. They have or maybe I'm thinking sweet cakes. I don't know. The place where we went for the desserts. The, that's Susie Cakes. Susie Cakes. Okay. Yeah. Su- I'm gonna look at this place. And speaking of Susie Cakes. I had a, a bite of a uh, one of my favorite um, red velvet mm-hmm. muffin. Mm-hmm. Was that a muffin? Cupcake. 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 Sorry. Had that delicious. Yeah. And we had that chocolate cake. I didn't have any of that. Of, yeah, you did. I didn't. You did. I, I stuck a piece in your mouth. I mean, you did. <laughs> Fact. Well, thank you. Thank you for making one spoonful a share. I was going to say. It was a large piece. Either way. It was massive. I know you had some and you liked it. Um. And my son and I, we are big chocolate um, cake people, and it was good. It was we had a slice of the chocolate cake. It was delicious. Did it? Sm- you know the size obviously smacks of uh, Juniors in Weston. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that was yeah. it along that line? Yeah, it was good. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was so, good. Uh, but they oh so at this place, one paseo. Yes, I remember this now. So it's called Sweet Fin. I don't know exactly what it is, but I think it's like sushi, you know, Asian food. I would totally go back there. They have a ramen spot. They have another sushi restaurant. Um, and you said you'd want to go try it, even though I'm not. I would probably wouldn't do it. Maybe I would for drinks. And an appetizer is the Tokaya, the modern Mexican restaurant that was right across from um, Shake Shack. I don't recall it, but I'm going to say yes. Oh, the look. Yeah, the look of the, it. Yes. You know Mexican. what? You know what I'm always looking for? Um, a Mexican joint that has some difference, you know, an interesting take on something. You know, maybe the same dishes, but a different, interesting take. Like the place we went to, what was it called? Like the, the one, uh, the one in uh, L.A. downtown L.A. It was across from um, Madras. We went, we went there with your sister. Span. Spa- I don't know what's called. It was amazing, beautiful location. Okay. Bad acoustics. Oh, yeah, that one. That building had terrible acoustics. The there's another place in El, uh, the one Paseo that I we saw from the outside. We never walked by it. Yeah. Um, but I saw it when we were leaving. It was called the Butchery. Okay. Have, what do they do? I think we need to take you there. What is that? Um. What do they do there? It's a it's a butcher shop. It's a butcher shop, but oh, I mean, man. it's got the high. It says high raw meat. You mean beef. like a butcher? Yeah, okay. but but look, I mean, if you you always want a good piece of quality meat, look look. What's well, cooked food though? I know, but, but I mean, do you I know you. This is what you do. You like all that. Um, you like a good piece of meat here, and they've got. Well, all butchers have good meat, honey. They, no, that's what they do. That's a lie. <laughs> so you're Specialty saying meats like dry aged beef, wagyu. Exotics like bison and venison. So that's why we need to take you there. Along with locally made sausages, ground beef prepared in-house, full deli case. Anytime there's a deli case, you're there. Again, my big problem, again, is going to be the fact that when I get in there, a a piece of Wagyu or a piece of, you know. I don't want to hear your nonsense. It's going to be a million dollars. I don't care. It says. I do. Shop also features a large selection of popular in-house marinated meats for grilling, fresh made sandwiches, specialty grocery products such as fresh baguettes, spices, spreads, and deli accompaniments like their popular chips and salsa, blah, blah. I don't care. That's where you, you should have eaten probably. 
you would have probably loved the butchery. So I'm, a, I'm, you I'm there. A, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of any place that has a wide variety of things that are excellent. Well, then let's so, try let's that. Let's do that next time. Mm-hmm. So look, that was our show for the day. We did it. <laughs> we managed it. We killed it. You know we did. We're all over the place, yes, but we're good. So go to the socials and uh, help us out, please. Go there and hit subscribe. Tell a friend to subscribe. Coerce them if you have to. Uh, maybe bribe them. Tell them, look, I'll take you to dinner on a recommendation of the Grub Enthusiast. Uh, or something. You figure it out. You know what to do. Anyways, uh, otherwise, have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Guys and gals and everybody else. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to address it today. But yeah, have a great day. Be nice to each other. Bye.